Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Melissa De La Cruz, whose books include the Blue Bloods, Witches of East End, and Heart of Dread series, as well as The Ring and the Crown and more. Her next book is The Isle of the Lost, a prequel to the TV movie Descendants, which is scheduled to air on the Disney Channel later this year. The Isle of the Lost will be published in May by Disney Hyperion, which is sponsoring this podcast. In The Isle of the Lost, readers get an early look at some of the characters who will star in Descendants. The sons and daughters of classic Disney villains like Maleficent, Cruella de Vil, and Jafar, as well as heroes like Beauty and the Beast. Melissa, thanks for speaking with me. Thanks so much for having me again. Good to have you back. A new project this time. How did you originally become to be involved with uh, Descendants in this prequel? You know, it's so funny. I was thinking I wanted to do a big fairy tale retelling, and I had just gotten off the phone with my agent. I told him that is my next uh, kind of uh, love that I wanted to go into fairy tales. And that week, I had lunch with Jean Mosier, who is one of the big poobahs at Disney Consumer Products, which oversees Disney Publishing. And she's been a big uh, supporter of mine from Blue Bloods to the Ring and the Crown. And we we just kind of connected. And she said, do you want to have lunch? I said, yeah, I'd love to have lunch, just because they finally moved their offices to Los Angeles. And I, I actually just thought it was a casual kind of girls getting together lunch. And during lunch, Jean told me about Descendants and said it was the kids of the villains and they were looking for a writer and she thought, you know, would there be any way I would be interested in doing it? And I literally got up off my seat and I said, Jean, I just had the same idea that I wanted to write a fairy tale retelling and now you're here offering me this gig. I just thought it was such kismet. So I signed on right away and, you know, it was such a great honor to play in the Disney universe with these classic heritage characters. I was really excited. So it actually came from lunch. <laughs> okay, very good. And uh, I assume in this case, you, you were probably given a sort of a full roster of characters and locations and things like that, that you got to sort of work and play around with. Oh, yes. They had um, already written the script and they were going to go into production in a couple of months, but they wanted me to create a background and a backstory for the villain kids because the Isle of the Lost is only in the movie for about, you know, like uh, maybe 15 minutes or so. Uh, and then they all go off to Auradon, which is, uh, you know, kind of the happy ever after kingdom. So my story was kind of the darker, uh, you know, sad, you know, kind of Dickensian uh, a story about these kids who, you know, were raised by these evil villains, you know, without love, without sympathy, you know, without, um, you know, a pastry and sugar. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. And I had to create a whole backstory for them and, uh, you know, one that would fit with the movie, but one that, st- that stood on its own also. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how familiar were you with uh, the Disney films and the characters that, that play a film, uh, play a role, rather, in, in the film and the book? Uh, you know, I am a huge Disney geek, so I thought it was such the perfect uh, job for me. I mean, the first movie I ever saw was Cinderella when I was three years old. And uh, and then my kid, my daughter is eight. And so we just went through watching all these classic movies with her from the time, you know, she was two years old. So I knew them really, really well. And uh, and I just had to brush up on it a little bit, but it was, it was you know, surprisingly easy. I kind of called it, you know, 
know, the ultimate fan fiction. It was, it was really fun to work in that space. Mm, sounds like some really tough, you know, tough in-depth research, you know, required in, in this case. So. <laughs> yes, it was really hard. You know, I had to watch Beauty and the Beast a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, did you feel that even within sort of working within the confines of this world that was sort of handed to you, you still had uh, the latitude you needed to kind of build and develop and give that sort of backstory to the characters in the way that you needed to for, for this story? Oh, definitely. Uh, because one thing that was interesting was, you know, they're all from really different backgrounds, like Cruella DeVille, you know, in the same space as Maleficent. You know, how does that work? You know, there's no magic in Cruella's world, um, aside, you know, probably from talking dogs, but although they don't really talk to the humans, as, uh, uh, as the franchise pointed out when I wrote that in. They're like, no, you know, the, the animals actually don't communicate in English. And I was like, oh, you know, I had to fix that. So it was something to kind of figure figure out why they were on the island together and how did that mesh? Um, and then what were the kids like, you know, what was Maleficent's daughter like, you know, when she was hanging out with Carlos DeVille, who was Corella's kid and what, you know, what did they have in common? So in a way it was, uh, you know, I had to work within their universe, but I definitely had a lot of leeway in creating, you know, their inner, you know, kind of souls and also, you know, all the kind of adventures on the island. So, so that was really Fun. And uh, speaking of these sort of young sons and daughters, did any of the particular uh, characters kind of emerge as early favorites for you or ones you felt a special affinity for? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I mean, the four of them, uh, which is Mal, who is Maleficent's daughter, uh, Carlos, uh, Cruella's son, Jay, who is Jafar's uh, son, and uh, Evie, who is the daughter of the evil queen from Sleeping Beauty. You know, they're four very distinct um, kids. And I started to feel like they were my kids. I mean, definitely the favorite is Mal because she's the star and she's kind of, um, you know, this like rebellious, uh, you know, graffitiing, uh, you know, kind of a chip on the shoulder, uh, little girl who doesn't get invited to a birthday party. So we all really relate to her. Uh, and then uh, Evie, you know, is somebody who's been raised by a mother who's told her that the only thing that matters is to be beautiful. And so she's kind of fighting with that and, you know, trying to figure out what her own work is so she's very sympathetic and and you know i think that's part of what makes them so likable is they have you know these parents who are the you know kind of the most awful parents in the world you know who don't you know give them any love any direction you know they don't care about them so what what do these kids do you know for themselves and how do they kind of relate to each other um how you know when you're told to be bad you know and then you know it's not really you know your real nature you know what does that do for you so it was really fun i really got into to it. And uh, let's talk about uh, maybe the setting a little bit. Uh, in the book and sure. the, the film, uh, the villains have basically been exiled to an island then? Yes. So it uh, kind of opens saying, 20 years ago, King Beast united all the fairy tale kingdoms and also exiled all the villains to the Isle of the Lost and uh, kind of put on a magical dome that shuts out all magic. So the villains are reduced to living uh, without magic, without power, you know, and they're kind of ordering out their minions. They don't know how to do anything. They don't know how to work with technology, you know, and now that they don't have magic to tr- transform them themselves or to, you know, manipulate the weather, you know, they've been kind of reduced to these small kind of um, shadows of themselves, like pettier. <laughs> so, uh, and so the kids grow up in that environment and everything they eat are leftovers from, you know, Oridon. like it's all, uh, you know, they don't know how to use anything and it's all junk. Hmm. 
so now this is not your, your first book with uh, Disney. Um, how did the process of putting this together compare to, say, uh, The Ring and the Crown or some other books you've done in the past? It was definitely something that, you know, it wasn't just me. You know, I, it was not just my world and my characters and just working with, you know, my editor that I've known for over 10 years. So, you know, and we have a huge, uh, really deep trust between each other. And I think we could only do this with each other because we had to navigate not only the editorial process, but also the process of making sure everybody in the Disney Corporation, you know, who had a hand in the book, which was the Disney Channel, uh, the franchise, the heritage, you know, that it all made sense within that universe. So Mm -hmm. it was definitely a lot more layers of, I guess, bureaucracy. But it was also, to me, really fascinating, you know, to kind of work in that. I'd never adapted anything before. I'd never really um, worked uh, with anything other than my own stuff. So it was really interesting to me as a writer to kind of go through that process. Mm-hmm. And and who was the editor uh, you've been working with? with uh, Emily Meehan. Okay. And we were together at Simon Schuster. And uh, when I first started, we did the au pairs together uh, in uh, 20, uh, 2003. So, yeah, we've been together for a long time. Hmm. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this essentially the first middle grade book you've done? This is the first middle grade fantasy. Okay. Uh, I did The Ashleys, mm-hmm. which was kind of like the click. You know, it's like seventh graders uh, in uh, middle school. So, But that was contemporary and very different from uh, The Descendants. Mm-hmm. And do you think, especially as you mentioned, your daughter being eight now, do you think you might see yourself writing more for a younger audience? Or, or is this more of a one-off project, uh, possibly? Oh, no, I love it. I actually felt like this was what I wanted wanted to do. Uh, You know, when I read Harry Potter many years ago, I really wanted to write a book in that space. And I kind of put that uh, project aside for many years. But, you know, being able to write The Out of the Lost kind of made me more interested in uh, bringing out uh, those projects that I had kind of in a back burner. So, yeah. And also the fact that I get to share them with my daughter. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we are reading The Isle of the Lost together, so it's really fun. And she's just now starting, you know, to read the chapter books on her own. We're reading 39 Clues by Rick Riordan right now, too, and um, The Magician's Nephew by C.S. Lewis. So I'm, I am really excited to get into that space, I think there'll be more for me, definitely. Hmm. And, uh, you know, were you able to get any uh, sneak peeks of the uh, the film as part of being affiliated with the project? Or? Oh, yes. That was the most exciting part. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to visit the set and I met Kristen Chenoweth, who plays Maleficent, and Dove Cameron, Boo Boo Stewart, uh, and Sophia Carson, uh, and Cameron Boyce, who played the Descendants. And we were there for a couple of days, so it was really fun to see it come together. And then they would show me, I would get um, a couple of the dailies a couple of the flashes uh, and I saw the whole movie it was the soft block I don't think they had put in all the um, special effects yet but I think it was 90% there so yeah we've been watching it we've been singing the songs in our house (laughs) very nice and uh, you know are there additional Descendant books that you're signed up for or is this uh, just a, a single kind of prequel project uh, I think we're, you know, we're hoping for more, but it's something, again, it's with the big, you know, kind of corporate umbrella. So somebody way up higher has to make that decision. But yeah, I think uh, we would like more, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously you've, you've had several other kind of series going in recent years. Um, what else has been kind of keeping you busy, either for, for teen readers or adults or that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. No, we have, I, I'm like in sequel 
I, I was going to say sequel hell. Sequel heaven. <laughs> so, <laughs> is sequel hell I, a lot like uh, the Isle of the Lost or is that different? Yeah. I, probably. It definitely, you know, especially book two is always hard. So I'm writing the sequel to The Ring and the Crown right now. And I'm writing the uh, last book in the Heart of Dread series, which is book three. Uh, so there's, uh, you know, there's kind of like, I've been reading the first book, the first couple of books, and then, you know, kind of working on how am I going to end it? Uh, and then with the sequel to The Ring and the Crown, you know, rereading the first book again to make sure that I covered everything in the second book, which I've already written, but I'm kind of polishing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like writing series books, but uh, they are they also do come with that kind of um, that not problem, but that, you know, you have to do that extra step of making sure it fits in with the books that have come before. Sure. Well, uh, congratulations again on, on this new book. And uh, Thank you thanks, so much. Yeah, thanks for speaking with me. Uh, once again, I've been speaking with Melissa Dela Cruz, whose book, The Isle of the Lost, will be out in May from Disney Hyperion. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast. 